0: Welcome to The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and The Hidden Palace is back here on Radio Sega. Uh, I apologise for my absence, which was quite a bit longer than I expected. Um... I've had a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, one of them was just because some friends came around one weekend, but um, for the others, I've just not been well. Um, I had a uh, an infected ulcer in my throat at one point, which is exactly as fun as it sounds. And then it turned out that some of the medication I was on was what was causing that, so I had to be taken off that, and it's just been a nightmare. But I am here now, and I uh, today's show is courtesy of Frost, who actually suggested the topic to me um, following my Tales Anniversary show. Um, so thank you to them, and uh, if anybody else has anything that they want to suggest to me as a topic, please get in touch with me. Um, and the, the, the Discord chat is making me feel super old. Um, Frost was talking about uh, the DS version of Mario & Sonic at the Olympic Games being a major part of their childhood. <laughs> For context, I bought an, uh, a Game Boy Advance when I was in my first year at university you are making me feel really old here, guys. It- you, you- you're hurting me. It- it's- it's sad. And... Yeah, I'm- I'm super old. Huh. Anyway, those of you who owned a Nintendo handheld console, not counting the original Game Boy or the Switch, uh, they quite often include some form of backwards compatibility with their predecessor. So on the Game Boy Color, you could play original Game Boy games. The Advance could play Game Boy Color games, and so on and so forth. Uh, the DS is no exception, and it had the ability to play Game Boy Advance games. But it also gave the DS the ability to have accessories. Uh, one of the ones that you're probably familiar with is the one from the... Uh, was it Rock Band or Guitar Hero? It's Guitar Hero, wasn't it? Uh, Guitar Hero um, World Tour, I think it was called. Where you plugged it into the... the Game Boy Advance port, and uh, then you could use the buttons on it. Uh, However, there were other accessories that you could use, which also used that cartridge port. And this was one of the features that Sega took advantage of, with a device called the Sega Card Reader. Now, this was released only in Japan, because apparently, like, most of the best things are... Damn you Japan, I shake my fist in your general direction. Uh, This card reader allows you to use cards, obviously, which allows you to unlock things in games that you could play. It's a bit like uh, how the amiibos work now. Each of the games we're talking about were all released with this card reader included, but the card reader itself was never sold separately. So I'm going to have a bit of music first of all. We've actually got quite a few requests in today's show, so thank you to everybody who sent in any music requests. First of all, we have Mario & Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games, party game Wildcard, which was requested by Frost, and then from a game called Coldcept, which I have not come across before, we have Sebastian Battle, which unfortunately on my copy is only labelled as track 16, and that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. So enjoy those and I'll speak to you after the break to talk about the first game that I'll be covering today. Track 16, a.k.a. Sebastian Battle um, requested by Electric Bugaloo. Uh, Electric Bugaloo tells me that uh, Cold Steps is a long-running series in Japan and only a few of them ever made it west. So that would explain it. Um, and it's another one of those examples of things that just don't make it over from Japan. Um, sometimes it's a real shame. And sometimes you're like, no, no, I, I can see why that didn't translate very well. Um, also, I'm, I'm reminded again that Electric Boogaloo really ought to be doing my job. <laughs> and Nicholas the man says, Electric Boogaloo could probably do both the Hidden Palace and Individual at the same time. That would be interesting to see. I'm not sure, quite sure how that would work. Maybe we should try that for an event sometime. <laughs> I'm not sure Electric Boogaloo would be keen on the idea. Anyway... Um, Back to the topic at hand. The first of the games for the Sega card reader that we'll be discussing is Oshari Meijo aka Fashionable Witches, it's also sometimes known as Love&Berry and And this particular version is Love&Berry DS Collection which was released in 2006. The titular characters Love&Berry are magical witches who possess the power of fashion magic I'm getting unfortunate flashbacks to uh, Final Fantasy X2. Um, this allows them to change their clothes instantly. Uh, originally this was an arcade and collectible card game from Sega. The DS collection plays pretty much exactly how the arcade game does. <laughs> I just see what's going on in the chat. <laughs> well don't you saying I don't have the voice for radio. Um, official The Hidden Palace and individual co-host, Electric Bugaloo <laughs> The hidden individual not coming soon to reg- Radio Sergus as Resident SD. <laughs> oh dear. Where was I? Com- completely derailed me, thanks. thanks. Thanks, uh, thanks friends. Um, so you start each game... <laughs> By choosing which of Love or Berry that you wish to dress up, then using the cards you get with the game, or those that you can purchase, you swipe them through the card reader and Love or Berry will then wear whichever piece of clothing was on that card. Once you've finished dressing them up, you'll then proceed to a rhythm game section where they show off their outfits, while you tap the touchscreen to the timing of a tambourine shown on the bottom screen. Depending on how well you perform, you'll get a final score total from the outfit cards used and the accuracy of the rhythm game. One thing that does differ from the arcade game is the inclusion of a story mode and a rival for Love & Berry called Misha. No, not that one. Although they do appear in later arcade games. As a little extra knowledge, Sega launched a Love & Berry fashion line. Oh, Japan. Featuring clothes that were found in the game, as well as accessories and other sundry items which have love and buried designs on them. Game makers? Fashion designers? It's not exactly a, a combination that you would immediately jump to, really, is it? Uh, yeah, everyone be ready for this, because Grayfall is uh, doing the socials on, uh, for, for tonight, because uh, 20 years away enjoying themselves at a convention. So uh, and Gum, Gum is here. Hello, Gum. And saying, uh, I love a good pun. Well, you're not going to find any good puns. They are only terrible puns. My puns are fantastic. No, no, my love. No, no, they are not. Yes, they are. <sighs> right then. So let's have some more music. So um. This one is suggested by Nicholas Aman, and it is from Love and Berry Dress Up and Dance, which I think is one of the arcade games. Uh, this is Oshari Magic. Um, <laughs> there was actually another one that uh, Nicholas suggested, but I was like, I, I listened to it and wanted to gouge out my eardrums with a spork, so I'm playing this one instead. And then after that, from um, Puyo Your Pop Fever DS, we've got Ready for Fever Mode, and that was requested by our glorious leader. Green Viper 8. So enjoy those, and I will talk to you guys after the break for the next game on the list. I sit down. Good morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nicolas Aman,
1: the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace.
0: Puyo Pop Fever DS, Ready for Fever Mode, which was requested by Green Viper 8. And before that, we had Love and Berry Dress Up and Dance, Ashare Magic, requested by Nicholas Haman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega playlist. And also now, a host of Individual, which you should check out if you have not done already. Um. Gum said that that Ready for Fever mode sounds like off-brand Mario Invincibility tune and I can see where, where Gum's coming from for that one, actually. <laughs> it's actually pretty it's actually a pretty jazzy tune, it's pretty cool. Um, Electric is saying that they're glad they got the Dreamcast version of this. I assume you mean Puyo Pop Fever? Uh, the only Puyo Puyo game I've really played I think was on the GameCube? because one of my previous um, housemates were, uh, had a copy of it. Uh, if multi-class geek is around, he is scarily good at um, Puyo Pop Fever. He absolutely thrashed me up and down all day. Uh, even thrashed the guy who actually owned the game. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. Uh, ElectrMuggler says, Yes, Puyo Pop Fever, the last first part of Dreamcast game, released in 2004. I think I probably did know that, but it's been filed away in the back of my brain, covered in dust. Anyway, on to the next thing. I should probably loop the talk bed, otherwise I'm gonna run, run out. Okay. Uh, next up we have- oh god. I apologise in advance to those who speak Japanese. I'm going to give this best try. Kochu Uja King aka King of the Beatles, uh, Super Collection. It was released in 2007. Uh, this game has you battle Beatles to become the king of the Beatles. I, I'm not sure why you'd want to be king of the Beatles, but you do you, I guess. Uh, this game is a bit is kind of similar to Love and Berry. Uh, Sega created this as a combined arcade and collectible card game. Now, according to Wikipedia, as of 2008, it had more than 100,000 tournaments held. And uh, shipped around 20 million cards. That's a lot! Uh, King of which one? Beetles or Beetles? No, not the Beetles, as in the popular Beat combo. I mean, like, small creatures that crawl around on flowers and stuff. But if you want to imagine it's the other one, by all means, carry on. I wish I had some booze. Uh, oh, well. Um, so you have two different types of cards to play. The first is beetle cards. So, John, Paul, George, and Ringo? No? Sorry, I apologise. This is why I need the alcohol, guys. The next are skill cards, which can use to boost your bug's power. You can then decide who attacks with a round of Janken, also known as Rock, Paper, Scissors. If you win, you can attack, and the first person's beetle to get knocked out loses. Then Nicholas comes a man saying, well, they have both crawled around on flowers. Have I misremembered Yellow Submarine? <laughs> I've not watched that film in such a long time. I think I was a kid when I first saw it and didn't understand what the hell was going on. I think my dad had to explain it to me. Uh, Dan's saying this needs to be re-released as a sequel to Bug Fables. Or possibly Bug Snacks. Actually, no, not that one. Because that one is weird. Oh, it Diverted me from what I was saying. Again, right, where was I? Uh, The game was released to commemorate the five-year anniversary of Mushi King and included a starter pack of seven cards. But the game can also support all of the cards issued through the arcade games. Alright. Mushy King even got its own anime! Where the Beetle Mushy King and a small boy called Popo, no not that one, venture forth in search of Popo's father while the evil Adder and his brainwashed Beetle minions are on the search for Mushiking. I want to see this now because it sounds mental. There's one final uh, Sega-related fact for you here. Uh, There is a Mushiking parody game which is found in Yakuza Kiwami uh, called Battle Bug Beauty's King. So this is kind of like uh, the the Love and Berry thing crossed with Mushiking, because you battle Japanese women who are dressed up to look like bugs in the same style as the Mushiking game. (laughs) Further proof that I need to play more Yakuza. So we do love a battle bug. I'll tell you what it uh, actually reminds me of, though. Uh, There was a... um, One of the first CG animated uh, cartoons was a thing called Insectors. Um, It was only short, I think it was only 15 15 minutes per episode. And uh, it predates even things like Reboot and uh, Toy Story. And that was all about insects in a colony and there was like a, um, a rival colony where they were all kind of like very regimented and this other and, and everything was kind of gray and brown. And then there was this other colony where they like had all these colors um, and there was a conflict going on. It was a very strange show. actually pretty impressive uh, technically for the time. Uh, apparently Love and Berry also had an anime movie, so thanks to Nicholas and Man for that piece of knowledge. I remember seeing the Dinosaur King anime many years ago on TV, says Electric Bugaloo. I didn't know it was based on a Sega property at the time. I should probably do that at some point, um, kind of, uh... And of course Electric Bugaloo being Electric Bugaloo has managed to pull up an image for Insecto's. Uh, I, one of the things I should do is actually, like, anime-related things, Sega things. Maybe I'll do that at some point. If you've got a suggestion, shout me. Let's have some more music, shall we? Uh, so I now have... Because I have a feeble excuse to play some music from Yakuza Kiwami, uh, I asked for some suggestions. and Green Viper delivered with uh, a track called Flirt With Bomb. Because Yakuza Kiwami is that sort of a game. And then... Um, because I really like the track. Uh, This one is from Sonic Rush, and this is wrapped in black. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after this music break. I need fruit here from Club Sega. And you're listening to The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Please invite me back to the palace. Let me in. Let me in. And that was Sonic Rush, Wrapped in Black, which of course is a great track. And before that, from Yakuza Kiwami, Flirt with Bomb was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And the entire chat has been talking about um, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, which, you know, people are talking about cards, so yeah, me and Grey 4 have quite a large collection of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And uh, I had to have a real fight with myself, because of being like a card thing, I had to really fight with myself not to put any Yu-Gi-Oh! music in the playlist. I resisted, it's fine! But yeah, I was very tempted. Anyway... Uh, final game for tonight is Card Day Asubu. Oh my god. Hajimite no DS, or play with cards first DS. Assuming that Google Translate can be believed in this particular instance. Uh, now this is a game, out of these three, which actually had the most trouble finding anything out about because there's not a huge amount of information about it, and what there was, I had to use a translation app to convert it from Japanese. Um, and they're not always super reliable, so... Take this with a bit of a pinch of salt. So, from what I could understand, this is an educational game which helps children aged 3 and above to learn hiragana and other words through the use of Karuta or playing cards, uh, across 8 different games. Now the cards, cards each have images printed on them of various things such as animals, plants and random objects like a pair of glasses or a drum. And they also di- display one of the 46 hiragana symbols, which can be found on the name of the image shown on the card. The thing that really sets this game apart from the other two is that the game cannot be played without the card reader. Uh, with um King and uh, Love and Berry, you can play if you d- still play the game if you do not have the card reader. You cannot do this with uh, Play With Cards 1st DS. Um, I mean, the other games probably wouldn't be as much fun without the card reader, but you can still play them. Uh, This game, however, requires you to actually answer the questions that it poses by scanning the cards. So, if the card reader is lost or broken, well, then you can't really play this game anymore. So, better hope that somebody can fix your broken one, or you'll need to buy a whole new game, because I mentioned near the start of the episode, the card reader was never sold separately. Uh, Nicholas was saying, Deep L is better at translating than Google Translate, although I find longer texts often skip sentences. Yeah, translating, I mean, Japanese is a, is a very complex language, so and um, a lot of the the grammar is quite, and sentence structure is quite different, so it tends to have a bit of a problem. Um, there's a few couple of other languages that translation apps have huge issues with, uh, including Turkish. Because Turkish is a, is a combination of about six different languages that's come out. You know, six languages together in a trench coat pretending to be a single single language. A bit like English. Um yeah, one of the most difficult things for language processing is actually the fact that English makes no sense. Uh, Gum's saying it's a be a good idea to put a find my phone on your card reader then. <laughs> yeah, if you happen to have one, make sure that you don't lose it or break it. Um, I don't think that they, that they, as far as I know, they didn't make it out of Japan, so you probably don't, but just in case you do. Um. What else is going on in the chat? Um, Gum has been reminiscing about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! video games and has found the uh, original soundtrack for Forbidden Memories on the PlayStation 1. Um. I don't think I had that one. I had... We've got, had a few for... Were they for the Game Boy Advance? Um, uh, I know Greyfall had some for the PSP. Mm. And I had one, I think, for the PS2, but I can't remember which one it was. It might. Oh, yeah, it might have been Jules to the Roses. And it got scratched. And I did fix it, but... By then I wasn't interested in playing it anymore. So I think I sold it. Uh, English is a people's language because it mashed together all the different people's languages. Yes, because we went over there and stole them. Yeah, we stole your land and we steal your language. There's a ho- there's like so many obscure bits of language. I mean, things like the word shufti, to look, uh, is actually Swahili. Apparently, and I mean, there's various bits and pieces in the Yorkshire dialect which actually come from Swedish. So Frost saying English stealing bits from other languages to make itself what it is today, strangely appropriate. I know, right? It's like the most blatant metaphor ever. Anyway, uh, got saying, oh yeah, I remember GX had a PSP game. It had a couple, I think. Um. Yeah, Grifor is, is in there saying Tag PSP games that cover GX and 5Ds. I had a 5Ds game as well, which I think was on the DS. Which is It was surprisingly difficult. There was like uh, dual puzzles and I just couldn't get past them. A bit like chess puzzles, I can't do those either. Anyway, let's move on, let's have some more music then. Uh, so this is our final request for today and this is from Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey. And this is the track Holy Miracle, requested quested by Doan. And then from Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth, we've got sweets and cards. And then I will be back after this music break to go into Chipchune Corner. So enjoy those and I'll speak to you after this.
1: Listening to the Hidden Palace with the wonderful Skyblaze only on Radio Sega. Well, I guess if you're here, it's not that well hidden, is it?
0: Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth, sweets and cards, and then before that we had Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey, Holy Miracle, requested by Doan. Um, Doan was saying, uh, this is why I tend to pick uh, side with uh, Chaos in Shin Megami Tensei games, uh, because the lore side makes such pretty music when you pick a fight with them. as so good a reason as any. And people were saying uh, the Persona Q track is actually really chill. It is. It actually mixes pretty well with uh, with Holy Miracle. Um, and uh, Electrical is saying regarding they, they've they got a, uh, a DS light uh, that needs a bit of repair work. And I'm thinking when the weather cools down a bit, I might restart my Wacky Workbench repair streams. Because I'm certainly not using a soldering iron at the moment when it's this hot. Nope. Anyway, on to chiptune corner then! Uh... Polish musician Jerzy has been making music since 1989, somehow managing to utilise the limited sound capabilities of the ZX Spectrum 48K to produce lo-fi, electro and 8-bit pop beats. Although he usually defaults to using a Spectrum, uh, he also has experimented with an Atari Falcon, Atari 520 and even a Raspberry Pi. You can find his music on his Bandcamp page, which I will link in the Discord chat, and I think should also be on the social media as well. So I'm going to play one of his tracks now, and this one is just called Weird, and there's some really nice uh, stereo effects going on, so make sure you've got your headphones on for this one. So, have a listen to this. This is... uh, Yozmiyei with weird enjoy and I will be back after this to finish out the show
1: The <laughs> police
0: weird uh, check out their bandcamp page and uh, have a look at some of their listen to some of their other music uh, thanks for tuning in today everyone uh, thanks again to Frost for suggesting the topic and if there's anything you think I should talk about here on the Hidden Palace you can contact me on Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies you can reach me on Discord where I am skyblaze42 hash 5499 or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega Twitter or Facebook um There's for some reason people are talking about vampires on the Discord chat, and I was saying that I, I don't like garlic, but I can't be a vampire because I like being in the sun. Diane doesn't seem to believe me, and Electro Boogaloo posted a image of a Vampire Master of Darkness on the Game Gear, which is actually a pretty decent game, and it's got some absolutely amazing music. Um, Frost is very generously saying that I did the topic justice. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you so much, Frost. Uh, so, thank you to the people who have been in the Discord chat. So, we've had Frost, Doan, uh, Electra Bigaloo, Resident SD. Uh, Gum has been here. Nicholas Aman has been around. Uh, I'm sure there's been other people listening in, and to all of those people, and uh, thanks to my husband gray for as well, who's been working very hard on um, the socials this evening uh, thanks to him as well um, I've been Skyblaze and this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega um, coming up next is should be Gavi and Saturday Night Sega uh, The show their show is going to be a bit uh, delayed um, in starting because they got distracted uh, but they're working on getting things sorted now So, one last track to go out on and this is from Sonic Heroes. It's the Bingo Highway remix version. So, enjoy that. Thanks everyone. Take care and good night.